Hey, this is Kyle Papadum. I'm the pastor of Legacy Church, and this is our podcast. I wanted to thank you for joining us today. I hope this encourages you and helps you experience what God is doing in your life. Enjoy the message. The next day, there was a wedding celebration in the village of Cana in Galilee. Jesus' mother was there, and Jesus and his disciples were also invited to the celebration. The wine supply ran out during the, the festivities. Jesus' mother told him, they have no more wine. Dear woman, that is not our problem. What a way that he talks to his mother. Gotta love that. Jesus said, my time has not yet come. But his mother told the servants, do whatever he tells you. Standing by, there were six stone water jars used for Jewish ceremonial washing. Each could hold 20 to 30 gallons. Jesus told the servants, fill the jars with water. When the jars had been filled, he said, now dip some out and take it to the master of ceremonies. So the servants followed his instructions. When the master of ceremonies tasted the water that was now wine, not knowing where it had come from, he called the bridegroom over. He said, a host always serves his best wine first. Then when everyone has had lots to drink, he brings out the less expensive wine, but you have kept the best till now. Father, I pray right now that you would bless the preaching of this word, that you would be with every single person in every family room, living room, bedroom, car, wherever they are. God, go before us, speak to us now. We love you and praise you, amen. About 10 months ago, uh, my wife and I had a son. His name is Levi, and he is just like, a huge bright spot in our world. I'm so grateful that God has entrusted him to us, but he actually has one of the worst cases of FOMO I have ever seen in someone. I mean, if there's any people at all in the room, he has to be there and he wants to be the center of attention. And I love him for it, but it is crazy hard to put him down for a nap when that happens. But if I'm being honest, I also have a pretty bad case of FOMO. You see, I'm constantly looking for the next benchmark that he's actually going to physically walk into next. I'm worried about paying more attention to what is coming rather than taking and soaking in what is happening here and now. Um, I look back on my phone and from pictures four months ago, I think, man, I really miss that little guy. And, and where, did the, where did the little baby go that couldn't move his arms or legs without uh, just flailing and looking like a noodle? But. I would also say I have, to, I have to admit to you, I have another case of FOMO as well. I have the fear of missing out on what God has for me in my own life. See, FOMO is just like a natural uh, need to be social with people. And it's funny that we're dealing with this topic this week when we're all in different living rooms and, and gatherings throughout the, the county. Um, we don't want to miss out on having a good time. The funny thing is, you're actually scared of missing out on something that if you didn't know about it in the first place, you wouldn't have even cared. John, in his gospel, um, takes some time to tell us about seven of Jesus' miracles. And he says, actually, that Christ did so many signs and miracles during his time here on earth that the earth could not contain the volumes of everything that he did. Now, obviously, this was before we had Facebook and Wikipedia, and I'm so glad that we have technology to be able to do what we're doing today. Um, I hate it that we were limited to the technology of the day for Jesus. I mean, how cool would it have been? Think about it. If the disciples could have pulled out their iPhones, filmed Jesus's miracles, thrown it up on YouTube, I mean, Jesus probably would have crashed YouTube. I think if this was written in our current day, John would have said the things that Jesus did would break the internet. Not even Facebook could contain all of the miracles that Jesus did. But I'm so glad that we have 
the internet. I'm so glad that we're seeing on a mass scale today, the church go to people. I think we need to look at this in a positive light and say, man, it's really cool that there are going to be thousands of people who are going to hear about the word of God this weekend because of this situation. So John records seven miracles of Jesus to show the goodness and the kindness of his character. The first one is this story that I just read, Jesus turning water into wine. Now, my fear of missing out on the blessings that God has for me is from my propensity to not spend enough time with him. I love that his disciples constantly were spending time with him. I love that his mother spent enough time with him, that when there was an issue that arose, she knew exactly where to go to. She didn't look around for the master of ceremonies. She went directly to Jesus and said, deal with this. Will you help? Will you intervene? But see, I think I end up seeing Jesus himself as the provision instead of the provider. And that's a huge mistake on my part. I want to see God as the provider. If you just look at Jesus as the provision, you'll have to keep going to him and ask for every little thing instead of seeking him as the provider and doing exactly what Mary did She walked right up to him and saw him as the provider, told him her need, and walked away. She trusted him to do what he needed to do, and that was good enough for her. John presents seven different signs and miracles, but I want to draw attention to the fact that there is a difference between a sign and a miracle. You see, a miracle is a solution to the problem, where Jesus heals somebody and immediately they get up and walk. That's the end of that problem. He actually has the opportunity uh, to go and share the good news about what Jesus just did for him. But when he just gives a sign, a sign just points to a specific direction. It points to something deeper. So what are you going through right now? Let me ask you, what are you going through? Whatever it is, it's temporary, but it's pointing to a deeper problem. But if you only look on the outside, you'll miss what God wants to do on the inside and what he wants to do in you and through you. See, everything that God does for you is a sign that points to who he wants to be to you. See, I believe that Jesus wants to be a provider for you. In fact, let me ask you this. They said they had no more wine. They ran out. What have you run out of today? (laughs) Is it toilet paper? Is it Purell? Or is it something much deeper like wisdom? like strength for parenting your kids. Do you see that Jesus is is wanting to be the provider? So while you have this fear of missing out on what he has for you, he's coming to you and saying, you're seeing me as a provision, not the provider. I want to provide for you. I want to care for you. I want to, to handle the things in your life. If you live at the level of what he wants to do for you and not who he wants to be to you, you can miss out on an incredible life that he has for you. You can receive a resource from the Lord. So you can go to him and say, God, I need this. And he's going to give it to you. You can have the resource. But my fear is that you will miss out on the revelation of who he is. If your attachment is to the resource, you will always be fearful of missing out on more. But if your attachment is to the revelation of who he is, he can be what you need him to be because he is the great I am. In fact, many times throughout scripture, he reveals himself as Yahweh which really means I will be what you need me to be when you need me to be it. I'm everything. I've got this. Stop panicking, which I think is actually quite appropriate for what we're dealing with today. See, I have the fear of missing out on what God has for me, but the truth is what he has for me is probably around me already. 
Did you catch it in the story when he said, go get the water jars? See, the story drew attention to them earlier. It said that they were used for ceremonial washing so that they were actually something that everybody knew about. But nobody thought to use those as a vessel. It's probably something that I'm already overlooking, like the jars. The disciples overlooked the jars because they were already there. The very thing that Jesus used to provide the miracle was already there. Do you know what is worse than the fear of missing out on what could be is? Missing out on what already is. I don't want us as a community to miss out on what God is already doing, even through this crazy season. Please don't be mistaken. God is moving, God is working, and he's still on the throne. See, Jesus doesn't point to what they need. They needed wine. He didn't point and say, go get wine. He pointed to what they already had, the jars. God will use what you have in your life to make a difference in you and through you. You don't have to have the fear of missing out when it comes to the things of the kingdom. Now, one of my favorite parts of this entire story is the master of ceremonies comes to the bridegroom and says, you have saved the best for last. What in the world are you thinking? Normally, we let people drink as much as they want, and then we give them the bad stuff. But you've saved the best for last. And I think what he was really saying is, when God's in it, it's the best thing. He's really pointing to the fact that God wants to do something through you, that he's going to provide the best thing for you, even though it looks like you've run out of something. But I'll say this, the only way to completely get over your FOMO is to invite Christ into every situation, just like Mary did. See, it's really interesting. She didn't go to Jesus to, to inform him of a problem. She went to him to invite him into the problem to involve him in what she was going through. And I think that's the opportunity that we all have today. To invite him into your living room right where you are. Which, by the way, I'm so glad you guys are doing this. This is exactly what our small groups model is about. Which, by the way, if you're not in a small group, I want you to be involved in a small group. This is an incredible place for community to take place. In fact, in a few minutes, you're gonna see a couple of questions that I would love it if you would just take a few minutes after this video and talk about it amongst yourselves. Discuss what God's doing in your life. Where are you actually afraid of things? And what can you do to invite Christ into the center of those things? But see, the future that God has for you is more exciting than anything that you could ever imagine. So there is no fear of missing out on what he has for you. If you invite him into your life, if you invite him into your situation, he'll act, he'll move, because he's still on the throne. I don't know if you have taken the time to accept him as your Lord and Savior, and obviously this is a, a kind of different way of doing this, but I would appreciate it if we would all just take a second, bow our heads, close our eyes, and I'm going to lead us in a prayer. This is a prayer that you're going to invite Jesus into your life, and I would say this, even some of you who haven't invited him into, his life, into your life, you are going to invite him into a situation in your life that maybe you haven't in the past. So dear Jesus... I pray that you would forgive me of my sin. Come into my life and make me like you. Thank you for sending your son Jesus to die for me. I invite you now, not just into my heart, but into every situation that I'm going through. God, I'm grateful that you have chosen me to be your son, your daughter, and that you want good things for me. 
Thank you for joining us. And special thanks to those of you who give generously to this ministry. It's because of you that this ministry is possible. You can click the link in the description below to give now, or you can go to LegacyChurch.online for more information. And if you enjoyed the podcast, you can subscribe, share it with your friends, take a screenshot, share it on your social stories, and tag us at Legacy Church Tustin. Thanks again for listening. God bless.